Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Biz Nation podcast. I'm Kerry, and this is episode 35, which happens to be part one of our Christmas mashup. I have seriously changed pace in these episodes because Christmas is coming so quickly and I wanted to celebrate our first Christmas podcast with a few of our favourite guests. I won't hold back, I won't keep you in suspense and what I'm going to do is flip the show around and thank our wonderful guests at the end. To everyone watching or listening, I wanted to personally thank you for joining us this year. It's been amazing and such a great journey to undertake with you all. So for everyone, Merry Christmas, festive greetings and a Happy New Year for you for 2021. So Jen, what's your favourite thing about Christmas? My favourite thing about Christmas... um I'm one of those people who love skin presents. I love seeing the delight on other people's faces when you give them um, presents. And I know that's probably not quite the Christmas spirit, but that's my favourite thing. I absolutely love it when it's present time and I get to give out all my presents and I see everyone's faces. Hopefully they're good faces, not bad faces. Um, And I also, like, I don't know what sort of an audience this is going to, but I love playing Santa. I just love it. It's one of my favourite things to do um, is actually play that role of, you know, and I still do it. My kids are... Do you dress up? Have you got the whole suit? No, no, no. Don't dress up. But, you know, some of the, my husband and I, um, some of our best memories have been made um, Christmas Eve. Like we always spend Christmas Eve with my best friends. Um, And so... There's been some nights where we perhaps have been a little bit too jolly and we're trying to put together doll houses or trampolines or things like that. And seriously funny things have happened. Uh, you know, great memory building in a marriage for sure, trying to put things together with a little bit too much eggnog in us. <laughs> Nothing beats the eggnog, yay. <laughs> then what's your favourite thing about Christmas? I think there's 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 a sense of magic in the air when it comes to Christmas. You know, you know, you go into the supermarket and the jingles are playing, and it already starts nice and early, and you can already kind of feel it. And there are aspects of it that can be a little bit tedious, but at the same time, there is this kind of this feeling amongst kind of you know everyone out there that it's like, oh, we're heading towards a bit of a break. Everything's a bit cruisier. Everything's a bit nicer. So there is definitely this this Christmas vibe that I think is, um, you know, a bit special. Yeah, definitely. I have to agree with that one for sure. There's just a, like a special buzz that comes in the air, isn't there? There's, it's magic. I don't, know, I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a really good answer. I like it. Jackie, what is your favourite thing about Christmas? Um, shopping and the decorations in the shops. Really? Yeah. Shopping. <laughs> it has- shopping, strolling around the mall with the Christmas carols going and money to burn. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Do you have any Christmas traditions? Um, Christmas traditions? 
I guess, oh, I don't know, actually, probably not many Christmas traditions, I guess. Traditionally, um, you know, we do catch up with family, obviously. So um, we kind of take in turns as to whether it's lunch with my family or lunch with my husband's family. Um, you know, every Christmas Eve we spend with our best friends. So that's kind of our little Christmas together. We go to church and on Christmas Eve and then we go around and have dinner with them and exchange presents and we always play some sort of a game. Um, last year we had the sumo suits, you know, the ones that you blow up and we have sumo suit um, wrestles and so that's always a bit of fun. So they're probably our biggest traditions. Yay, awesome. But do you have any Christmas traditions of your own? Yeah, well, my my family has a bit of a catch-up uh, on Christmas Eve and we we all catch up and we play board games and, um, you know, we have a few beers and it, it's, it's probably more of a, our Christmas catch-up than Christmas Day itself. Yep. So we like to kind of get together as a family. And now that, you know, everyone, I, I was the youngest in the family, everyone's now moved out of, of home and, and the rest of it, you know, we all, we all come, come back together at the parents' house for some, uh, you know, some good food and catching up and board games and all that kind of, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And when you say a few beers, um, you're just talking a few or maybe a few more? Oh, well, maybe a few more. Yeah, well, it depends. Maybe this year probably be a few more than usual. Oh, I think this year we deserve it, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any Christmas traditions? Uh, well, my mum has a German background, so we have a, um, a Christmas Eve tradition, which is like a family meal, and that's kind of... Um, our, our main Christmas happens on Christmas Eve, I guess. I'm hearing this a lot. This is common. I, I think out of everyone so far, like the biggest thing is Christmas Eve. It's yeah. more Christmas Eve than Christmas Day. Yeah. Well, Christmas Day definitely still happens with a bang. But, yeah, Christmas Eve is kind of special, I guess. Yeah. Awesome. What's the best Christmas present you've ever received? <laughs> This is a tough question. It's a tough question. It is a tough question. Um, oh, gosh, the best Christmas present I've ever received. I probably should have done some research and thinking <laughs> on this question, shouldn't I? Um, look, I'd have to probably go back to 1988 Christmas um, when I got a VCR. Ooh. Ooh yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were... Um, you know, I think once in our sort of childhood, mum and dad would buy us the big present. Ooh. So my my brother um, at some stage had got a motorbike. You know, a few years later, my sister had got an organ and I got a VCR. Um, and I was a little bit dumb as well because we'd been shopping uh, for my dad for Christmas and um, there was a golfing VCR, like the tape, and I said to mum, oh, dad would like that. And she said, you should buy that for him. And so I bought it and I often think to myself, why did I not think then, well, how are we going to play it? <laughs> but I didn't. So clearly I have got wiser as I've got older. So, yes, I'd have to say that um, would have to be one of my best um, presents I've probably ever got. Is that a little bit superficial? <laughs> oh, not at all. And and let me share for a second. I, I thought about this question myself and isn't it funny, like the last 20 years of presents, I've got no recollection whatsoever, like nothing, nothing comes to mind. I remember when I was like 10 or 11, I got a um, cassette 
recorder, you know, like the tape deck. Oh, my God, best Christmas present ever. I remember being so excited about it because I was able, it had a record button and I was going to be able to put the tape in the deck, play the radio and press record. I was so excited. Yeah, no, I remember getting one of those from my rich grandma. (laughs) (laughs) What is the best Christmas present you've ever received? Oh, it's a tough one. That is a tough one. That's a tough one. I mean, we're not, my family aren't big gift givers now that we're, you know, all the kids are adults and all the rest of it. And I'm, we don't, you know, we, I don't do a lot of gift giving, you know, between between our family or anything do you, like do that. You have one, do you have one that you've given someone else that you were quite quite chuffed about? Oh, um. I don't know. I need a bit more thinking time on this question. <laughs> we can come back to that. I think actually I bought this. This is a bit of a kind of an outlier type of gift, but I did buy um, an Engel fridge. You know those like portable fridges for your four-wheel drive? Oh, yeah. I, I bought an Engel fridge for a friend of mine for Christmas at one stage. So that's probably the most extravagant in terms of, in terms of cost um, <laughs> that I've got someone. But I would say, you know, the older you get, the less the gifting is really an important aspect of Christmas. Oh. So I would say that, you know, definitely when I was a kid, I was very excited to receive anything and you know, things under the tree and you kind of open them in the morning and the feeling of being a kid and doing that, I can't even remember what the gifts were. Yes. But the feeling of doing that was the best gift. Like, you know what I mean? It's Yeah. <laughs> Waking up early in the morning, probably even before the sun, and heading over to the tree, and then your parents come out and say, "It's too early, go back to bed." <laughs> yeah, yeah, or like fumbling, you know, having a look at some of the gifts that are under the tree before that, you know, trying to work out what they are, shake them around. It's like, what could it be? What could it be? Who knows? Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. What is the best Christmas present you've ever received? Oh my gosh, probably um, a barbecue about. I don't know, five or six or maybe even longer, seven or eight years ago from my mum and dad. Um, they gave me a barbecue and I think I cried with happiness. I don't know why, but that one stands out. That's <laughs> I don't so even know what the barbecue is, but I was happy at the time. <laughs> That's awesome. I love yeah. it. Now, Jen, if you could spend Christmas anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? Oh, gosh. Um, Again, I'm going to come off really superficial in this interview, but I was just looking um, for places for a holiday the other day and um, I was on a particular website. I can't even remember what the website was, but there was this place in Mauritius where your room was actually under the ocean and you actually could see the turtles and the fish swimming by. It was only about $18,000 a night, and I had a chuckle. I said to my husband, I'm going to have to lift my social media game next year. (laughs) But I reckon that I would love to spend Christmas in Mauritius. I just think that is the most beautiful place in the world, and I take all my family with me. It's not that I don't want to spend it with my family. I'm more than happy if I'm rich enough to do that, to take them all with me and enjoy it over there. This could be a Christmas 2021 goal, I feel. Yes, that goes on my vision board for sure. Yes. 
And if you could spend Christmas anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? I think I'm a big lover of Australia. Um, I haven't done a massive amount of overseas travel, but I've done a little bit. But I have had the pleasure of um, doing a road trip all the way around Australia. Um, and I think the top end is magical. Um, I know the season's probably not great because it's probably the wet season at the moment. But, um, yeah, the more time I can spend there, the better. So, um, you know, some, somewhere like that would be, would be pretty nice, I would say. And, and are we talking like Darwin? Is that, is that where you Yeah, are? yeah, like, uh, you know, Litchfield National Park, Kakadu National Park, that kind of zone is, um, yeah, I think where you want to be. But the season might make it a bit tricky at the moment. Um, it's the only thing, but you know. Yeah, maybe maybe it's best um, uh, after March or something like that. Yeah, maybe a belated Christmas. You know, <laughs> what you can save up, you can save up all the Christmas, you know, money, and then go later. You know that kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. If you could spend Christmas anywhere in the world, where would it be, and why? Probably with my family, wherever they are. Um, they don't live in the same state as me, so I'm just so totally pumped that they're coming up to Sydney this year to spend Christmas here with me. So I think this year it will be Sydney, but um, I guess one year, it, you know, I would like to have a white Christmas one one year to see what they're like. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, wherever that is, I don't really mind. Europe, New York. Isn't that amazing? Like all a lot of the Christmas movies and stuff, they bring out new ones every year. There, there's so many white Christmases. And yeah. I, I think here in Australia we get this little fantasy about a white Christmas. It's just. Yeah. It's, it's, I think overall I'd prefer our Christmas, like summer, hot, you know, um, swimming, that kind of thing. But, yeah, to experience a white Christmas would be really special one time. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Now, Jen, do you remember, did you have coins in your Christmas pudding as a kid and how do you feel about it now? No, we didn't, Ooh. to my knowledge. I don't think we ever had coins in our plum pudding. Um, no, have no recollection of that. So I feel fine. <laughs> <laughs> What's the story behind that? Like just what? having grubby we did we we did have coins when I was kids like five and ten cent pieces and I think back now and I think a how did we didn't choke and and b money is so disgusting like it's just like ew I can't do that (laughs) hopefully the baking process of the heat for so long took away any germs and spread it quite evenly into the plum pudding well I'm certain I saw them put them in after like after it was cooked (laughs) okay that takes away that theory. All right. <laughs> oh, dear. And, David, have you or do you remember having coins in your Christmas pudding? And if so, how do you feel about them now? I, I come from, I have an Italian background. So both of my parents Italian. They were born in Australia, um, but then all sets of my grandparents were born in Italy. And we never had any coins in any pudding for any Christmases. <laughs> Starting to feel like I was the only child that had <laughs> coins in the Christmas pudding. <laughs> how, many, how many people have you asked that question? Uh, yeah, a couple now and so far, no luck. <laughs> yeah, I know that it is some kind of a tradition and I know people that, who have done it, but I have not been one of those people. It must be a true Aussie thing. I'm not really <laughs> sure. Someone, someone will answer, oh, my God, no, yes, no, that was disgusting, no. And how we didn't choke as children, I really don't know either. So <laughs> as a um, kid growing up, do you, did you have any coins in your Christmas pudding? Do you remember that? 
Um, not usually, but I think maybe one year we had, yeah, one year we had that I remember anyway. I never really liked Christmas pudding growing up, so I, I never really tucked into that. But, mm-hmm. um, uh, but yeah, I think one year I remember all us kids were kind of fishing around for one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And and how do you feel about it now? Coins in puddings? Mm. Love a coin anywhere they are. <laughs> I'm oh. a gentle hygiene, so I am a bit of a germ phobe, but um yeah. but um yeah, I mean traditions are traditions. Yeah. That's, that's a fun one, bit of fun. Yeah. I always think back because we had it as kids, like I it's one of my biggest Christmas memories as a child. We always had the coins in the Christmas pudding and I think they were five cents, ten cents, maybe even the odd twenty, but I think it was fives and tens. And I I just wonder how we didn't choke. Like I just don't we loved Christmas pudding. So but I think, you know, we were given the heads up that there might be something in there. And I think once you've done it a couple of times, you're on the lookout. But um yeah, yeah. Maybe I did swallow a five cent. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they are quite small, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Jen, is it trifle or pavlova for you? Oh, it's definitely pavlova for me, but a little secret, I don't like cream. So for as long as my poor old mum has had me, she's had to make these beautiful pavs, cut a slice out of it and then decorate it just so little Jenny (laughs) doesn't have to have cream on her pavs. So how bad is that? I've like, you know, ruined every pav that my mum's made probably ever, you know, in the last 46 years because I don't like cream. So so, um, yeah, trifle is disgusting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen? Um, I'm a huge Friends, uh, you know, advocate. I love Friends. I watch it, you know, every night. Have you ever seen the episode where Rachel's making the trifle? No, no. Oh, you have to watch that. She makes trifle. Uh, she finally gets to make dessert and she makes trifle, but the pages are stuck together. So she actually adds like mince and potatoes and peas to it. And I was like, oh, that's oh, what I think that? trifle would be like. <laughs> I'll have to watch that episode now. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that's on the list. Trifle or pavlova for you, David? Um, oh, but maybe with the Italian background, it's something else altogether. Yeah, maybe, you know, throw a tiramisu in there <laughs> and um, that, that's probably a bit more in line. Although my mum, my mom, I do remember my mum making trifles and pavlovas growing up. So, oh. yeah, I'm not much of a, I'm not a massive sweet tooth myself. I'm yep. a savoury type person. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, probably, um, look, I'd, I'd, I'd just go totally off track and just say tiramisu. Okay. No, that's good. Good answer. Is <laughs> that? Yeah. <laughs> do you prefer, and it could be neither of these, but do you prefer trifle or pavlova? Probably pavlova. Yeah. 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 Awesome. I'm a trifle gal. Yep. All right. Jen, I'm going to give you five seconds to name three of Santa's reindeers. Go. Oh, crap. Um, Dancer, oh. Prancer and Rudolph. Two. <laughs> One. Well done. Well done. Awesome. <laughs> David, I'm going to give you five seconds to tell me three names of Santa's reindeers. Uh, R- Rudolph. Or. Blitzen. Um, wow. Well, I don't know. Rudolph Blitzen, that's all I got, I think. Not bad, not bad. There's, okay. a, there's a Donner and a Dasher and a Prancer and. Prancer, oh. Comet. So obvious, so obvious now. And, and Google tells me that there's a Clyde. Who the hell is Clyde? 
I've never heard of Clyde. Who's yeah, Clyde? Update on that name. No, <laughs> when I looked it up, I was like, "Hang on a minute, Clyde. Clyde, who? Who's Clyde?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Good old Google. I'm going to give you five seconds to name three of Santa's reindeers. Are you ready? Go. Five. Rudolph. Three. Dasha. Two. One. No idea. Dasha's one. <laughs> You did well. You did well. Can can I tell you the names because I was shocked. Like I, yep. so there's Blitzen, Dasher, Donna, Comet, Prancer, Cupid, Dancer, Rudolph, and Vixen. But there's one more. Have you heard of Clyde? No. Who's Clyde? Who's Clyde? Yeah. Clyde. I didn't. I wouldn't have picked Comet or Dancer or no. I'm bad at that. <laughs> I normally I normally put people under a little bit more pressure. I thought I'd go easy. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you feel about seeing hot cross buns in the stores right after Christmas? Oh, look, I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, I do like hot crust buns though, so I'm not totally against it. Uh, but I am one of these people who will actually refuse to buy Easter anything uh, other than hot crust buns, any chocolate except for Easter Sunday. Um, so, you know, I have friends that, you know, will put a rabbit in every time they go shopping or something like that. It's like, no, you know, it, never buy Easter chocolates until uh, it's actually Easter time. So for the hot cross buns, yeah, that's probably a different story. <laughs> You're trying not to um, encourage them on your purchases. No, no, I definitely, you know, I'm not waiting for them on Boxing Day. I can certainly say that, but um, I am a little bit partial. In fact, I think they should be there all year round. Just Fine. And they were for a while. Woolworths had this fruit bun that was all year round that tasted just like a hot cross bun and it's gone. Now yeah. we've got to wait. Like I literally wait until Boxing Day. I am so <laughs> exciting. Like I just can't wait. And then when they take them away, it's really sad. It's, yeah. it's really sad. Yeah. Yeah, no. I should learn how to bake them, but you know, one day. Yeah, that's that's a bit big. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you a fruit or no fruit hot cross bun person? I am a fruit person. I love fruit cake. I love plum pudding. I love fruit buns. Um, you know, I, I'm one of these people that are absolutely horrified that all these weddings I go to and there's no fruitcake. There are all these, you know, pretend wedding cakes now. I'm definitely a fruitcake person. <laughs> Perhaps a bit of a fruitcake, some might say, but that's a discussion for other podcasts. Yes, maybe. <laughs> and is it toasted or untoasted? Oh, look, um, I could go either. You know, if I'm in a hurry, they do have to be warm though. So, you know, if I'm in a hurry, I will actually chuck it in the microwave for maybe 20 seconds or so. And I'm quite happy to have it without butter and just, you know, run out the door. But yeah, on a on a special occasion, toasted with, um, you know, lots of nice butter, not fake butter, yeah. just real butter. Yeah. yeah. I, I cheat. I cut them in half and I put them in the sandwich press. Ah. Oh, my God. <laughs> It is so good. It is amazing. <laughs> Don't they get too flat though? No, you've got to set the little height thing so it just touches it, you know, yeah. like it doesn't squash it because I've, I've had the squash version and it's a little bit, yeah, not quite right. Yeah. <laughs> and the yeah. butter doesn't soak in as well. So. <laughs> How do you feel about hot cross buns hitting the stores right after Christmas? Um, 
I don't really mind either way. <laughs> I wish they'd sell them all year round. I think they're delicious. I can't wait for them. I'm literally. How, how do they normally? It's normally an Easter thing, isn't it? It is. Yeah, hot cross buns after Easter, but um, strangely, I think you know they've just brought them back in time each year. They seem to get quicker and quicker. So much so now that they're out on Boxing Day, I believe. Like it's just insane. Yeah, right. then, I think they'll move to an all year, all year system, won't they? They should. They really should. They're so popular. I love them. I, I can't, you know, when, when they take them away, I'm actually really sad. Like it, it literally <laughs> makes me sad. And Safeways, actually Woolworths today, but Safeways back in the day, they used to have, it, it lost the cross, but they had like a fruit bun that they sold all year round and right. it tasted just like a hot cross bun. So why they got rid of that is beyond me, really. We need to write some strongly worded letters to yes. us. Definitely. They'll be hearing from me for sure. Send them this snippet right now. Just I will. I will. Yeah. Yep. And do you do you like hot cross buns? Are, are they uh, like yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. And is it fruit or no fruit? Uh, when you say fruit or no fruit. Yeah, they come into, you don't know much about hot cross buns, do you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know a lot. I'm embarrassing myself here. But, you know, they have raisins in them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, then, the, fruit, the ones with those, yeah. Yeah, but they have a fruitless version as well. Really? Who has those? I know, exactly. They <laughs> are a thing and they even, I think I saw last year and probably many years before they have chocolate ones too now. Oh, really? I'm, I'm, just, I'm totally outside the world of hot cross buns and right. the innovations that have come in recent years. I think we need to put it on your goal list for 2021, get on the hot cross <laughs> bun train, honestly. I think you need to do it. And my next question was going to be toasted or untoasted. Oh, well, probably toasted more than non-toasted because you've got to get that melted butter, you see? Yep. Yeah. Right answer. Correct. <laughs> Excellent. How do you feel about hot cross buns coming out right after Christmas? Yeah. Um, I feel like it's great because I love hot cross buns. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's probably a bit soon. I mean, you know, Christmas still lingers around all, all kind of summer holidays. You have that same sort of feeling of, um, you know, the happiness and summer and beaches and all of that kind of stuff. So, but, um, yeah, I do love a hot cross bun, but they are more of an Easter thing. I'd rather them um, linger on after Easter a lot longer, maybe into the wintertime rather than coming out so soon. Same, same, same here. I would just wish they had them all year round like that. Yeah, would... that'd be great. <laughs> Keep them coming. Keep them coming. And are you a fruit or no fruit person? Fruit, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Fruit. Toasted or untoasted? Uh, if Are we talking like sandwiches? Oh, sorry, with the hot cross buns, toasted or untoasted? <laughs> Um, I am toasted, definitely. Yeah, that butter's got to melt in in my eyes. Yeah, 100%. Awesome. What's your biggest goal for 2021? What's my biggest goal? And it could be business or personal. That's not fair. That should have been on the sheet for me to have time to think about. Um, My biggest goal for 2021. Um, Oh. I actually don't know. Oh, you've got too many then. That's good. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, probably one of my biggest goals, I don't know whether it's my biggest, biggest, but one of my biggest is to actually meet all these amazing people in real life that I've met in 2020. Yes. Like, 
so many amazing people that I've met, uh, you know, on Zoom calls and, you know, you're one of them. You know, imagine if I could actually, you know, sit down and have a drink or a coffee or lunch or something like that is going to be probably one of my goals is, you know, to travel and, you know, leave these little things on Facebook. You know, I'm going to be here if anyone's keen, if I'm going to be here if anyone's keen, just to try and catch up with some of these amazing people that, um, you know, I guess it doesn't really matter, but it would be really nice to see them in real life in 2021. Yeah, I agree with that. I think we've all got a ton of people that we've connected with over 2020. And you're right, like actually meeting in person, it's almost like, and and like we've seen each other, you know, when you're <laughs> back in the day when you just had phone calls and all yes. that kind of stuff and you, you mentally painted a picture of someone. Yeah. We know what we look like. Yay. That's a bonus. At least from the chest up. Yes. <laughs> yeah, don't look at the bottom half. Don't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, no. I did meet um, one um, man a couple of weeks ago. He was traveling through Yarrawonga, uh, where I'm from, and we'd only met on the internet. And I was a little bit self conscious, to be honest. I was kind of like, I hope he realizes that, you know, I'm like, you know, five foot two and a size 16, and he's no, he isn't expecting this, you know, stunning six foot lady <laughs> to scroll in because here I am. <laughs> you only five foot two. I am. I had no idea. I pictured you so much taller. <laughs> you see, these are the things I, I have alluded to it a couple of times on my social media that, yeah. you know, um, you know, so people don't get this uh, picture painted in their head. Not that I think anyone's painting a picture of me, you know, but yeah, <laughs> it is. It's kind of like, yeah, you do. You do uh, sort of assume some things. So, yeah. That, that's one of my goals for 2020, um, for 2021 actually, not 2020. <laughs> well, you're going to tower over me because I'm only five foot. Okay. I will take my two and I will spread it around. I might, wear, I might wear heels and try and, try yeah, and be at eye level. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wear heels. I think, you? Oh. I think God made me short for a reason. I can't do heights. I can't do heels. Like I'm, I hate aeroplanes. Like I love takeoff, but that's it. The the rest of it, I don't like at all. So yeah. I must have been just born to be on the ground. <laughs> yeah, you were. You were indeed. Yes. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah. So what's your big goal for 2021? Come on, can't get away with it. Um, <laughs> I would have to go with just. I'd probably like to feel a little bit more normal in the sense of have a bit of structure, have great, you know, organisation on my side and, and just, you know, tick some boxes at a normal pace. That would be lovely. Yes. <laughs> They're things that you can 100% control. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. It's on the list. That's good. Your goals for 2021. Oh, well, normally I haven't, I haven't actually officially set what the goals are. Normally I do a yearly session before the year, which I haven't done yet. So that's still coming. But what it will probably come down to is the only, the only goal that is going to receive massive focus from me is business growth yep. and that side of things. So getting to particular revenue numbers is going mm-hmm. to be probably the flagship goal that encompasses everything. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's a few of us with that on our list after 2020. I think we all yeah. probably need to um, recuperate a little bit. Yeah, yeah, get things moving in the right direction and, uh, you know, crank things up a bit. So, yeah, it's 
it's definitely uh, yeah in that space. With your Christmas, um, like your Christmas day, whether you have lunch or dinner, because I'm finding that a lot of people do the traditional dinner. Is yours traditional or is it a barbecue? What's what's the normal spread for you? Um, well, we don't usually have um, a dinner so to speak, lunch just rolls into dinner usually. Um, But for lunch, we would usually do the traditional um, hot, you know, like turkey and meat and things like that um, with vegetables, but we would also have quite a bit of seafood there as well. So the prawns, the um, oysters, all of that kind of stuff. So we're a seafood, but it's more of a cooked um, lunch. Yeah. And you mentioned prawns and I've been dying to ask somebody, have you ever had prawns on a barbie? No. no it's not a thing is it it's not okay. it's not normal I read it somewhere and, yeah. and I went I've never actually heard of anyone doing that prawns on a barbie like yeah I know I haven't done that either um we're usually fresh kind of um well cooked obviously but cold prawns yeah. um but yeah no never on a never thrown a shrimp on the barbie <laughs> that's the one that's all I got that's all you've got that's okay. all I've got. Goodness me, you didn't ask me what was my worst Christmas ever. <laughs> okay, okay, let's do that. Let's do that. What has been your worst Christmas ever? <laughs> um, probably my worst Christmas ever. It wasn't really my worst Christmas ever, I shouldn't say that. But there has been a Christmas back in 1999 when I was 41 and a half weeks pregnant. So that was a little bit, um, it was my first child. And I remember being in the shower Christmas night, getting ready to go out. And I thought I was going into labor. So it could have been like my worst Christmas. But um, my eldest son was so comfortable. He just didn't want to come out. Um, and they did want to induce me, but I didn't want to be in hospital for Christmas Day, which is probably my biggest regret that I have in one of my biggest regrets in life because it meant that I was in hospital for the turn of the century. I'll never have another turn of the century, but I will have a gazillion Christmases. So that was a bad call by me. I should have been in hospital for Christmas and out for the turn of the century. So (laughs) So what day was he born? 28th. 28th. Yeah, so he's 21 this year. We've got a 21st to back up against after Christmas. So, um, yeah, that's pretty exciting. So, yes, but that would have to be, you know, one of my most testing Christmases, I have to say. Oh, it would be for sure. Was it hot as well? Was it a hot year? Um, It was hot. Yeah, 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 it was. And, um, yeah, so um, that's probably, yeah, yeah, it was pretty hot. And do you have um, any other memories, Christmas memories that you would like to share? Oh, not really, not really. I'm not. I don't. Yeah, I, no Christmas memories. It's been a great. I've enjoyed a great Christmas life. Yep. Um, but no distinct Christmas memories worth mentioning. Just lots of fun as a child and remembering those presents. And That's right. Well, it's all about the presents. When it, you're is. Busy, isn't it, it is. And then it kind of changes over to being more about family and time off work and. Oh. you know the other things <laughs> i love the fact that we can just eat and not even think about calories like that's probably <laughs> my favorite thing about christmas is it's just it's pig out day like christmas day is just literally just have whatever you want and you don't even have to worry about it i think it's great <laughs> yeah yeah you can't go wrong with the uh, the big christmas meal so yeah oh. and do you are you a, a traditional christmas meal person or is it more about 
you, do you change it up? Is it a barbecue or is it the well, traditional roast? I've 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 been a um a vegan for about probably approaching ten years now. Wow! Which has thrown a massive curveball in the Italian Christmas catch-ups. Yep. Um, but my mum's lovely enough to kind of make me a whole bunch of other bits and pieces that is, you know, very lovely here and very, very, very yummy. So, um, yeah, the traditional Christmas foods are a little often off the cards for me. Yep. Um, but I get well looked after, so I can't complain. Oh, that's awesome. Mum, mum looks after you well by the sound of it. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> she does a, a, such a magnificent job. Excellent. And... Um, I sorry about that. I didn't even think about people with different diets. That was not part of my plan. Oh my god! And I should be aware of that because, like, I, I know people that you know eat very differently, and I just forget. You know, just uh, I think Christmas and and you know just everything's on the table, so it's just whatever you want. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nothing else to share about Christmas. What about New Year's? Anything about New Year's? What do you do for New Year's? Do you celebrate big or is it just um, low key? Look, I think, you know, you start when when you kind of, you know, I'm, I'm 31 now. So New Year's for me is really starting to wind back. Um, yeah. This year in particular, I'm actually getting married on the 2nd of January. No way. Oh, I am, my I am. 2nd of January, I'm getting married. So... New Year's is going to be pretty quiet, I, I imagine. It'll have to be because you'll be in trouble, like, before it's it. You'll be divorced before you're even married. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's very exciting for me this, this year. Yeah, awesome. Is there anything else about Christmas that you want to share? Um, I just hope everyone this year has an extra special time. Yeah, I think everyone's a little bit more excited about it this year, like we were speaking before about. So, um, yeah, if everyone can connect with family and friends, they're going to just um, tre- cher- uh, cherish it a little bit more. So, yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I think it's going to be an extra special one and I think there's a lot more people that are going to be so grateful to actually gather together and yeah. and enjoy and, you know. nice thinking yeah. about the smaller things and not seeing it as a a burden having to go here, there and everywhere. It's just, it's going to be great. So, yeah, excellent. Yeah. And where's your family from? Where where are they based? I'm from Adelaide originally, so I moved to Sydney oh. about uh, six and a half years ago. Oh. Um, so, yeah, this is their first year coming up to visit me, which will be Yay! Great. Oh, that's exciting. Have you, have you got, like, lots of plans set out or you've got, like... Yeah, um, so mum and dad arrive um, on the 23rd and um, we're just going to hang out and shop and do all that kind of stuff. And then Christmas Day we have a lunch and, um, yeah, we'll probably just come back to our house, maybe go to the beach, chill. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. And when was the last time you saw them? Luckily, only a few weeks ago, um, yeah, I flew back to Adelaide uh, for my niece's first birthday, so that was really nice. But before that, it was um, Christmas the year, last year. Wow. Yeah, definitely wow. the longest time in between visits. Yeah, definitely. Now you need to remember Clyde, Comet, Dasher, <laughs> Donna, Prancer. I'll, I'll, I'll known Prancer and Dasher. They were the, one, they were the, the other ones I didn't really know, but those ones, it, it hurt. That I couldn't get him. <laughs> <laughs> it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks for joining us for this episode. This episode was starring our guests, Jen from Social Media and Marketing, David from Six Guns, and Jackie from Senior Dental Care. These guys were awesome guests on the show this year, and it was wonderful to have them back in a very lighthearted episode to share some Christmas stories, have a laugh, and really enjoy a great episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and please stay tuned for part two of the Biz Nation podcast mashup coming to you next week. For all of those listening or watching, Merry Christmas, festive greetings, and a Happy New Year for 2021. Thanks for joining us for the Biz Nation podcast, proudly brought to you by Zinc Business Solutions, your home for micro and small business support. You can find us at zincbusinesssolutions.com.au. Tune into future episodes for more interviews, hints and tips to help get you set in your business. Until next time, stay safe, stay well.